anticipate We can go all night if you let If you can take it all Wow, welcome, welcome everybody to the Creative Film Podcast. This is yours truly, Josiah. I'm very excited to be here today to be hosting the very first episode in the very first season of the Creative Film Podcast. Okay. So first things first, before we dive into things today, let me tell you guys a little bit about myself. My name is Josiah. I'm 23 years old. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. I currently reside in Louisville and I'm a singer, songwriter, actor, slash, slash, you name it. Um, I'm an engineer as well. And uh, I just enjoy making music and being creative and doing the things that really make me happy you know and draw others together in the process i really really take pride and joy into doing that and um i'm really excited to be starting this today i really am genuinely i want to jump out of my skin um but yeah let's get into it so today is going to be our very first 411 And the 411 is basically going to be an ongoing segment across every episode that presents you with current information that's going on around us. It could be entertainment, political, anything. So, without further ado, let's cue the 411 jingle. It's the 411. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about Russia versus Ukraine. And I know this is a very, very extremely sensitive topic for everyone, which is kind of why I wanted to discuss it, because it has really bothered me, you know, seeing everything on both sides, you know, unfold the way it did. It's very disturbing, you know, it's very disturbing gruesome and I just pray for everyone involved you know I pray for world peace whether it happens or not I just pray that no more lives are lost I pray that everyone involved heals peacefully I do not want to see any more violence I don't want to see any more videos of people dying getting hurt any of that um I I just I pray every day, you know, that this situation gets handled diplomatically and responsibly. So that's my viewpoint on Ukraine versus Russia. I'm not here to bash either side. I'm here to offer my condolences and good energy to both parties involved, you know, because let's be honest. The soldiers involved, they do not have a say-so whatsoever in what's going on, regardless of their feelings. Because when you enlist in the military and you take that oath, you're basically handing your life over to the government. It doesn't matter what country it is. The United States, Russia, um, you know, whatever. You're basically, and it may not be in the same format, you know, for all countries, but in the same breath, you still have to answer to someone whether you agree or not. And I know that the military is not set up 
to where you can have a laissez-faire and have everybody just sit around and make their own decisions. I get that, you know, I really do understand that because it wouldn't work. It just would not work. But when you have the vast majority of your fleet protesting or yelling out or showing signs that, hey, maybe this isn't the best idea to napalm this small country, or maybe this isn't the best idea to bum rush this country, you should probably take heed to that or be required to take heed to that and show some humility. But overall, I think that this entire ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine has opened some people's eyes to the fact that maybe our world leaders don't always know what's best for us. And I think that that's something that, you know, we should think about or talk about more as nations moving forward, you know, but that's another story for another day. I just wanted to focus on Russia and Ukraine. I'm praying that everything gets resolved peacefully and no more people are hurt. No more innocent lives are taken. You know, if you are listening to this and you're from one of those countries, just know that I'm standing there with you in spirit. You know, I cannot relate or even speak on any of the events that are happening over there because that's not my place. I'm not there and I'm reporting this from the comfort of my own home. And that is extremely privileged of me to even speak on something that I can't relate to. And I'm not here to do that. So I'm praying for you guys over there in Russia and Ukraine. This has been our 411 and on to the main topic. Whew. Okay. So this is going to be a lot to unpack today. But since this is the very first episode, I want to do something a little different because usually the main topic is going to be what the whole episode is kind of centered around, which is something that I want to talk about, whether it's musically related, you know, again, kind of the same format as the 411, but we're going to spend a little more time on it and it's more in depth and intricate and all that good stuff. But since this is our very first episode, I kind of want to warm any potential listeners into that type of format. And I want to talk about something more personal and dear to me, which is my journey in my past. So you guys can really get a chance to connect with me, whether, you know, you're listening to this now and I only have five views or you're listening to this in the future and I don't know, I have a crazy amount of views on the video, whatever. This is your time to unpack with me, Josiah, your host, and get to know me. Are you ready? (laughs) Here we go. So I started my singing journey way, way back in middle school, way back in seventh grade, when you didn't know who you were and you were trying to figure out who you were and you didn't know what you really liked to do yet. You were still going through those early stages of, hey, let me try a little bit of this, or I don't like that, or let me try that. That's what I was going through. Um, But with music, it was something different. You know, singing just warmed my heart when I did it. I was scared all the time because I was like, can I really sing? 
Am I really talented or are people just trying to make me feel better? Now, I should have known because kids in middle school, you know, especially tend to be kind of cruel. So if I was terrible, they would have let me know. OK, but <laughs> um, I've always loved singing. I loved singing in class like we would have these little CPR things in the morning and I remember I got up there a couple of times and I sung in front of the class and uh, the teacher really enjoyed it. She was a sub, uh, Miss Mullins, shout out to her for supporting me at my young age when I was shy. <laughs> shout out to her for real, um, it's dope. Um, and you know i people always pressured me to be in chorus it wasn't like a bad pressure it was a good pressure like dude you in health you like singing bro go to chorus you gonna learn the notes you gonna learn all that all that you know and i wanted to i really did want to but it was just some of the pressure from you know my home life People were telling me other things. You know, people were telling me, chorus is a bunny class. It don't really equate to nothing. You know, you need to stay in health. You know, stay in health. You know, that seems more like something of one of the lines that you would want to do. You know, stay there. Don't go. You know, and I was feeling the pressure of the people in my corner supporting me at home and the people that supported me at school. You know, they rallied behind me and was like, dude you talented you should get in chorus you like singing you literally sing the whole class period bruh go to chorus but you know me being me not wanting to let the adults down in my life i opted to stay in health you know and even my health teacher at the time she was like you're not going nowhere like she did not want to lose me she really did love me and i still love her to this day um shout out to miss french um and I don't regret staying in health. I loved health. But anyways, you know, that was kind of the end of me singing in middle school. In high school, I did a little bit, but I just never was really that confident in myself. And it showed. It really did show. But when I got to the point where I was singing in front of people, you know, I sung my freshman year, I'll never forget when I was in high school, I sung in front of, um, you know, these administrators in the office. So I started singing and they were like, dude, come to the men's choir. You, you come to the men's choir. But long story short, I ended up transferring schools and yada, yada, yada. So that again was kind of the end of me and singing so i've been singing off and on and my love has always been there and i've kind of kept it to myself which was kind of weird but i loved it and i always have loved it so fast forward to my senior year in high school and i start falling in love with singing again and i'm you know just doing all types of little notes and stuff like that but i'm still not taking it full throttle it wasn't until 2017, which was literally the tail end of my senior year into the summer, I started playing around in my GarageBand app on my computer. And I discovered, you know, you can put little effects on your voice, make it sound saucy. You know, I thought I was doing something. And um, I started playing around in it. And a lot of my friends was like, dude, this is actually pretty good. 
you know like you can really get somewhere if you continue to work and you know put stuff out i can really see you going somewhere so later that year my life changed forever because my beautiful grandmother passed away on august 26 2017 and when she passed away she was the most religious person i've ever met she was amazing and she her faith was so strong like i've never met anybody else on this planet that had the amount of faith and wisdom that my grandmother had she was just the ultimate to me and when she passed away it taught me that our time on this earth is very temporary you know no matter if you live to be 70 80 90 at some point your time is gonna be up and i realized very quickly that i needed to do what makes me happy because if i continue to go down the path that other people want me to go down I'm never going to be satisfied. And it sounds so cliche. It sounds so silly. Like, dude, you sound like you narrating a paragraph out of a magazine. No, like this literally happened to me and it can happen to anyone. No matter how level headed you think you are, it can happen to you. And I realized that right then and there. And when my grandmother passed, it challenged my faith like a lot because I was just like, why? You know, but um it still does bother me i still think about her i've never forgotten about her and i never will you know but i always use her as you know the inspiration for me to do my music because she lived a wonderful life and she gave to so many people and she left a legacy and i realized that if i was just living for somebody else i wasn't gonna have anything to leave you know for anybody to remember me by so the music is also a time capsule for generations and generations after me people are going to have my music whether they listen to it or whether they like it it'll be there you'll be able to hear my voice so yeah so that's the whole reason why i started you know it was because of my grandmother and her passing and it taught me that time is valuable and it is not to be wasted so moving forward from that in 2018 i scheduled my first professional studio session with a artist named braxton he's a r&b singer and songwriter as well and he raps um i can't really put a specific definition on braxton's sound it's just something that you have to experience for yourself if you love r&b tunes or you know you're feeling hip hoppy one day and you want to turn up shout out to my man braxton go support him y'all and go check him out his name is b-r-x-t-n official on instagram and across all social platforms so go check him out but braxton took me under his wing he really did he showed me some tips tricks and hacks around the studio and he put me you know into contact with people that were very beneficial to me and that really gave me a jump start that i wouldn't have had if i didn't know him 
I really, to this day, really thank Braxton for, you know, giving me my jump start into this independent artist world and being that guidance and that, you know, mentor that I never really had in my life. I really appreciated that. But shout out to Braxton. Um, I appreciate that. But moving on from that, after I got established, that's when I started writing more because I've always loved to write. You know, I've wrote plays before, you know, stuff like that. So writing has always been another hidden passion for me. And I started writing stuff and it just took off from there. I started singing. I started working with an engineer named David Lee. His name is One Mix God on Instagram and across all social platforms. Please go check him out. Um, but I, I just... I, I loved singing and I loved being an artist. I loved all of that. Um, I loved everything that came with it, you know, but eventually um, I moved on and I started putting out more and more music and more content. So it was, I was getting feedback. You know, when you put stuff out to the world, you're gonna get feedback, whether it's good or bad. And that is a right that people have. If you're gonna put your stuff on public display for any and everybody to come in and have a say so you're gonna get something so i was getting comments and people you know it wasn't till i started those little funk flex master contests i should have known better because i'm not a rapper but i submitted my songs to those and people were you know saying it was garbage and i was like wow you know i can take constructive criticism i'm not one of those people that are like oh my god what you mean my song fire your song your song trash blah 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 i'm not one of those people i have very thick skin i was in theater in high school uh my theater teacher miss bowen always told us you have to have thick skin in theater and i feel the same exact way in almost any other portion of life you have to have thick skin in order to take that constructive criticism and be better you know it's not about hating or anything like that you know and i know I know the difference between constructive criticism and disrespect. It's a very fine line and you have to be careful how you approach it to some people. I will admit that, but I was all, I was here for it and everything that they were saying, I was like, it's trash. Do I need to work on my vocals? What? Okay, cool. So guess what? I took some time off. I took like eight months off of music and I worked on my vocals, came back, um, worked on my sound and ever my overall image and my brand and i rebranded myself as mister and <sighs> mister is very bittersweet to talk about because i just made the name change last thursday but it's worth it i'm gonna give y'all the scoop so anyways for those of you that don't know i do identify as a homosexual male and I was in the process of trying to fully understand and grasp who I was. But at that time, I was slightly younger uh, than I am now because I'm only 23. I'll be 24 this year. I was 19 when I created Mr. And I was 19 when I came out. So Mr. was really more so of a safe place more like of a a sanctuary for me because mister was a figure that i created to allow me to share 
my art explicitly with the world without labels being attached to me because I don't really enjoy labels I don't like when people label people like oh she's this she's that or he's that he's because labels can be completely subjective sometimes and I feel like when you're in that mindset and you're that you're at that particular age you're still kind of coming out of your teens and you really want to have a say so in what other people think when in reality you don't get a say so in what they think and they don't get a say so in what you think but me being me rebellious me i was like nah i'm not gonna let them put a label on me because mister isn't even a person he's a figure the name is literally a prefix so i really took advantage of that and i was releasing some of the most vulnerable music that i've ever released because when I went by my government name, Kenneth Brown, at the time, before Mr., I was singing about women, and, you know, I tried the sexual pocket. People loved it, but it wasn't me. I didn't feel like I was being genuine, and I had to find the courage in myself to be me and be real and share what's real. You know, my first love was a guy. It wasn't a girl. I had to find the courage within myself to share that with the world because not everybody in the world agrees with it. And, you know, to each his own. But that's who I was. And that's who I still am. But I'm just not running from it anymore. This is me. Now that I'm a little older, I understand that, you know, labeling people, putting you in different categories and, you know, subgenres. That comes with the territory. People, you know, it's human nature. People are going to find something to compare you to. I just feel like now that it's natural. It's just human nature. It's what we do. It's how we connect. It's, it just, it comes full circle with sharing your art and music. Because if you find a dope artist and they remind you of how maybe an artist in the 90s did, you're kind of comparing them to someone from the 90s. Whether it's a good comparison to the artist or not, you're still comparing them. And you're still somewhat putting a label on them and putting them in some type of box, whether it's intentional or not. But being an artist, now being a singer, I know that it comes naturally and I'm not pressed anymore. So that's why I decided to retire Mr. You know, it was a good run. Uh, it meant a lot for me at the time. It really helped me overcome my fear and shame of being homosexual. I'm proud of who I am. And I just can't wait to continue to share my stories and my love with the world. But again, I am very thankful for anybody out there that has supported me on this journey musically, um, personally, all of that. I appreciate each and every person that has contributed to my life in some way. So that wraps up our main topic for today. I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was my very long <laughs> main topic about myself. but. Now we're going to head into our clothing. 
So that summed up the main topic in the main chunk of our podcast. The next episode is going to be very different. However, I wanted to give some insight on who I was as Josiah Nader and previous stage names that I used to go by, people I used to work with, you know, my passion, my drive, what fuels me. Like I said, what fuels me is using my creativity to connect with other people. I just, I love that feeling. And it doesn't have to be confined to just music. It could be this podcast. It could be me in Photoshop making something for somebody. It could be me writing a short story and posting it to Wattpad or a thread like Reddit. So I hope you guys vibe with it. And I also wanted to add that this channel isn't going to be restricted to just this podcast series. I want to upload movie reviews, you know, eventually reaction videos. I might make a separate channel for that. I'm not too sure yet because I'm still getting my feet wet with YouTube and, you know, how things work, copyright, you know, all of that good stuff. And for now, this series is going to remain pre-recorded um and when i say that it's not going to be live but when i get the right tools and i get the gist of everything this show may become a live show with special guests and all of that great stuff but for now we're going to keep it simple and you guys can enjoy this while you're cleaning doing whatever you need to do but that wraps up everything for today And thank you so much for tuning in to the Creative Sound Podcast. Have a good day.